2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
4: City, WDF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Uh, NFL playoff coverage on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, and scenic views. Um... Old buddy OJ stepped in it th- this week. Did you, what did is ca- going did you, on? Did you catch this? I mean, talk about having no
1: sense of self, you know, worth or understanding or self-awareness.
4: I mean, this is just, this is just bad. So he appears apparently weekly on a, on a podcast called it is what it is. And they were discussing a, uh, a comment by Shaq. Who says, don't open up to women. They knew what they were getting when they threw this softball to OJ, right? Or did they? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Men shouldn't
5: open up to women because they'll use it against them. He said, whenever something go down, they're going to throw it back in your face. Do y'all agree? OJ first. Oh, yes. First. Uh, <laughs>
0: when you say open up to women, I don't know what he's Talking about is he talking about confessing? (laughs) 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 No man, don't confess. (laughs) No, I I, I, I think you're right. Don't say nothing. It was your your lying eyes. (laughs) So leave me out of the confession. Yeah. Oh, no confession. Yeah. No, yeah. no gotta I gotta me out of this one. All these episodes, they yeah. yeah, all say that. No, no confession.
4: No. Confession. I love the high pitched guy with the laughs. Like, I can't believe yes, you can believe that happened because you guys set him up.
1: I mean, people are gonna say, Can you believe they were laughing? What are you supposed to do in that situation?
4: Oh no, you're laughing. Because it's nervous laughter. Yeah. More than
1: anything. The, the oh we've no, we've all he, been there.
4: The oh no, he didn't. Yeah. Don't ever confess is OJ's advice. God, he's a peach.
1: He's still walking around. That's correct. Yeah, he's allowed to be a Sending out delivery. videos. Yeah.
4: Hello what's, Twitter World. What's his what's his catchphrase? That's it, right there. Hello, Twitter World. No, does he do something at the end though? I'm just saying. It's yeah, I'm just true. saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's it. Oh my God, OJ. The worst.
1: Yeah, one of the worst people on earth. Yeah.
4: How many times you try to get him on the show?
1: Twice, maybe. Okay. Uh, I thought it was more than that. But if you're OJ, you you just disappear. What are you doing media
4: for? Because well, he's just got no awareness. Yeah. Oh. Uh, speaking of no awareness, here's, I'm going to segue right into this one, Bob, for you. All right. Uh, at NFL's opening night last night, uh, NFL Network found Kadarius Tony, who is... Uh, discussing his Instagram live video in which he apparently wanted to clear up his injury situation. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they tried to clear it up more. I'm just going to present this without comment. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Because I don't know how to decipher it.
0: I'm here with the dynamic wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Kadarius oh, Tony. First of all, Kadarius, congratulations, big dog. You got a new young life in this world, man. How does that make you feel? I'm just blessed, man. I'm blessed. I want to know how to feel right now. I know that. Well, let me let me ask you this. You know, there's been a lot of talk. Obviously, okay, first of all, great. are you healthy? Yeah, okay. I'm good. Second of all, you know, I got to keep it funky with you, dog. You know what I'm saying? You went live. You know what I'm saying? What was the point of that? You know what I mean? Was that you trying to get your your version of the events out? Just kind of talk us through that process.
6: Yeah, it's, yeah, it kind of started that, but I in. The, Project that I get interrupted so it got like a mixed message behind, it, I guess you could say, and then a lot of footage got chopped up in the release. So it made it like I was attacking the one I love the most like I made in the post I was saying or referring to. Uh, I never attacked the Chief, never said anything about the Chiefs so who I was referring to was the Giant fans or was people in my comment, you know what I'm saying, my comment box, not even on my live recording. So you wouldn't even know they were there. But I was referring to them, which I shouldn't have. I, I just wanted to go out there. for like, how you say, get my message across as far as my injury. But I shouldn't have did that at the end of the day. Um, I'm a man. At the end of the day, I can, uh, I can set my mistakes just like I accept my wins. You know, But um, I'm just moving past right now. You know, We're here now. We're just trying to you know win.
0: You're number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. You know I had to ask, man. Last one, and then I'll let you go. What would it mean to leave this game a world champion? It'll mean everything to me. Kadarius Tony.
4: There you go, there you have it. I'm
0: here with the dynamic wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Kadarius oh Tony. First the number one receiver in this league. Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> if I get you the ball.
1: You have gotten the ball. If I get the ball. You've gotten oh the ball and given it to the other goodness. team numerous times. You also don't know how to line up
4: on sides. Oh, my goodness.
1: If I get Talk the about ball, self-awareness. Kadarius, Tony, ball. ladies and gentlemen. Are you a number one receiver if I get the ball? They tried to get the mm. ball to you mm. many a time, sir. Mm-mm-mm. You flipped it to the Lions. You dropped it. You tipped it to another team. You fumbled Mm-mm-mm-mm. it. You lined up offsides. Like,
4: not sure what we're missing here, Kadarius. He attempted to go for something taken out of context there for a second and kind of... Stopped himself, but yeah, yeah. Please
1: do not give him the. Do not even activate this guy in the Super Bowl. Do you think he's going to be active?
5: I
4: don't.
1: As you say with a
4: wry grin
5: and a no, question, that's just, it's more of a question. <laughs>
4: I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, I feel like I feel like this is just me. My call it tinfoil hat or whatever that. They were helping him out with the injury designation. No question. And then he did that mm-hmm. on Instagram, right. whatever that was. Mm-hmm. I didn't under, even understand the explanation there. And they said, you know, what? we were trying to save you. Right.
1: That's exactly what we're, they were, we're doing. We were trying to save you. Yeah.
4: And now we're going to take the injury designation off and you'll probably be a scratch. But yeah. You so want to see if that's any better? I see. that. That's a, that's a
1: good tinfoil hat. Hel- that's healthy like scratch. A, that's like a fine. You're not injured. You're not playing. Healthy, scratch yeah. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that's I like that because I don't think right now you can risk losing the Super Bowl by putting Kadarius Tony in a game. He does not. He's not one of your best eleven. And he doesn't do a good enough job of giving you an opportunity to win a game. Kadarius Toney is one of those guys that you have to think about costing you a game, not a guy that you think can help you win a game. And I don't want that. I don't want Patrick Mahomes to have Kadarius Toney as one of his 11 guys out there with him on offense, and basically now you have 10 because Patrick doesn't want to throw to him or have him line up off sides and erase a big play or do something stupid to put the ball on the ground. Like, Kadarius Toney is not a trustworthy NFL player right now. And I don't think he should be active in the biggest game of the year. And I think if the Chiefs activate him and put him out there in the Super Bowl, they're making a grave mistake. Watch on Sunday.
4: He makes the biggest play of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Very well could. Very well could. But I I, I compare it to going for two. And I've said this all the time, right? I don't think enough people consider what happens if you don't get the two. Correct. That's a good analogy. I I think he is the... Well, what happens if he makes, it's not, I'm, I'm not thinking about what happens if he makes a good play. I'm thinking about what happens if he makes a, the negative. That's where play. I am with Kadarius, Tony. I will, I will take the good play and allow Rashi Rice or Isaiah Pacheco or Travis Kelsey
1: to make that play. I'm, I'm not a FOMO guy. I I'm, I'm gone. Get rid of
4: him. I, would I don't just, need him. I anymore. personally would just look at my pecking order, right? And my pecking order does not. Includes him so far down the line that it's not worth having him out there. I'd rather throw the ball to Noah Gray and Blake
1: Bell and Justin Watson and Isaiah Pacheco. And and now you've got Jared McKinnon and MVS making a play or two. Yeah. Like
4: he's so far down the pecking order for me that I would not have him
1: activated. MVS may not catch the ball at times, but MVS isn't flipping it to the other team and costing your team games by having turnovers and bad plays. He's just dropping the ball. Yeah, that happens, so right?
4: I would not, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't have a feel for I, that. I
1: I just I just can't see them activating Kadarius, Tony. And if they do, boy, oh boy, what a big mistake to waste a roster spot on a guy that you
4: can't count on. We'll play a little uh contender or pretender next.
1: I'll take just your for word for just it. Just for instance. I will take your word for it.
4: Just for instance. I just I just like that lyric. That's all. And nothing.
1: I don't know I'm if saying. you're right about that, but I'll take your word nothing, for it. Nothing.
4: Was that Dire Straits? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will talk to uh, Danon Hughes, who's in uh, Las Vegas, coming up at the 7-3. Chiefs color analyst and former chief will join us coming up. At 7.30, Uh, we will chat with Matt Cotrero, the Royal Skipper, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour as the uh, the Chiefs have uh, signed... Bobby Witt Jr. to a uh, long-term deal. Matty Q will join us coming up at 920 today. Talked to him and J.J. both
1: a little bit yesterday to say that they're excited is uh, an understatement. And we'll also talk to Doug Glanville of ESPN at 8 o'clock today. I'm interested to get a national perspective on what the nation is thinking of this Bobby Witt signing because I feel like – I don't want to say it said shockwaves through Major League Baseball because those in baseball kind of had an idea something may be coming – with Bobby Witt but it it put a lot of teams on notice like if you're the if you're the White Sox the Twins the Tigers or the Guardians right now you're looking around going when did the Royals wake up and oh my God, they're here and we'll see how it all plays out. Obviously you need to get the results on the field, but you couldn't have asked for a better offseason for what's been going on with Kansas city and and John Sherman and Bobby Witt getting this deal done is just, it, it's, it's remarkable, man. I'm so excited that they signed Bobby Witt jr. It's and, fantastic. And it seems
4: like baseball took it very, very well. And there's also some, well, if the Royals can do it, everybody can. I love it. It's like, let's yeah. go. Everybody stop making excuses. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Play, you want to play in the big boy pool? You got to play in the big boy you pool. You got to play go. in the big so boy I did, pool. I yeah. did like that that uh, aspect of it as well. So Doug Glanville coming up at eight. Uh, Matt Cotrero coming up at nine twenty. Let's do a little contender pretender. Who are you rolling with? A contender or pretender?
0: I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum. It's Contender
1: or Pretender on Fesco in the Morning.
4: This or that, this or that, this or that. Let's start with... Contender, pretender, the Royals. Well, I think you've got to
1: say, I think you've got to say that the Royals are now an absolute contender for the American League Central. And if you're a contender for the American League Central and you win the division, that means you get in the playoffs. And so that means you're a contender, you know, for the postseason. And we see what happens when the Royals get in the postseason. It's World Series or bust, baby! <laughs> that's, that's
4: right. It's so, never, yeah. It's never one and out, I is mean, it? I
1: mean, what team do you like right now in the American League Central? Name a Tiger, name a Twin, name a Guardian. Name, name one person on any of those the, teams. The I know. Uh, can,
4: I, I mean, I I just think it's and Dylan Cease is a White sock, and so is Nicky Lopez. Because the division is wide open, right? Right. So seemingly, other teams are kind of taking a step back. Chiefs or Chiefs Royals are trying to push forward. The the real problem is how much can you push forward from 106 losses? Well, like you revamp the whole team. I know what's, <laughs> but what's a realistic flip? Baseball right. doesn't flip like football. No, you're unfortunately, right. it like, doesn't football you can just go oh well so what we were three and 14 we got the third pick and you know all we need is a couple and yeah. some people to stay healthy and then wow we're a 10 and 7 football team we made the playoffs you're like what yeah it just happened so much faster so you're like you know i see these win projections and i see 72 and i'm like well that's still 72 and 90 but that and was I'm before like, they
1: signed bobby witt
4: <laughs> <laughs> well he was always he was Uh-oh. still here though Uh-oh. he's going to have more juice now he's get a good his big contracts good for three more wins or yeah. five more wins that's that's a tough part cuz you're like 16 loss difference yeah is big and they'd be like Huge. That'd be great yeah you improve almost forty like, games but then you like a look over and you're like it's still 72 wins yeah. so that doesn't well, put you, you shouldn't have lost 106 last year that doesn't put you in a, a division race necessarily so josh I just had hope, they
1: only lost 90 last year a 20 win improvement would be spectacular yes <laughs>
4: so that's their fault for losing so they got yeah. they got a lot of work to do so you got to have a like a 40 game improvement this right. year and whatever. i
1: know you're right about that but that's why what, that's should what they did last season even matter what i'm just they saying in baseball it does it, right? i know it does it's weird they don't flip
4: yeah. They don't just automatically just flip.
1: Well, but because we does. develop prospects and people slow in baseball. The game is slow by nature, you know, in in football, you know, if you're if you come out of college, you're playing the next day, yeah. you know, in I mean, basketball, but you like you're playing the next day. You'd like to think two, baseball.
4: You get your AARP card before they <laughs> call you up Two, three ERA guys. You've added to the rotation. Mm-hmm. I was as I was watching, you know, the the reaction to Bobby Witt yesterday. There's firm belief that. Brady Singer's year last year was an outlier. Right. Blamed a lot out of it on on playing too early with USA baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, like baseball excuses. Right. right. Baseball excuses to a certain extent. But like if you believe in the bounce back, right. if Cole Reagan's was real, I mean, that's four guys in your rotation. Like yeah, you're like, I mean, sweet. Let's go. Right. Uh Vinny being back, and you if, if he if he is the Vinny that started last year, mm-hmm. not the one that maybe struggled a little bit before he got hurt, but if and Vinny's talking a good game like he's ready to come flying out of the chute. okay you got some positive things going Michael Garcia builds on last year mm-hmm. uh MJ has uh, maybe uh less strikeouts or right whatever um yeah you think okay if if the stars are to align and you break why set a why set an expectation level? that's 90. I'm not setting any you know I mean? expectation level, Josh, other than losses, 162 I'm and 0, well, baby. Of course, of Who's course. beating
1: this team right now? You find me a loss <laughs> on the schedule. I don't know okay. the schedule,
4: but I I will guess they'll lose at least one out of uh, the first three. I wouldn't imagine that. That would be, be my guess. From, from the I'll 8 1, the 6,
1: one Bob on opening day, Royals 35-0. Yes, yes, yes that's exactly much, right. Pretty much it. And another good text coming in on the Jay Southland tow service text line, which I think is very prudent to this conversation. Rangers went from 94 losses to World Series champs one year so I looked up the 2022 Rangers 68 and 94 brother and they won the World Series the next year
4: how much did they spend
1: well 300 million but the Royals spent 400 this (laughs) season so
4: not all for the one year it seemed like it seemed like the Rangers spent all their money on last year but they did they they did did. go all in a little bit
1: I'm telling you I know Blake Snell's got kind of a reputation for being like cooler yeah a little bit of a curmudgeon in the clubhouse so to speak but if you put him at the top of your rotation and he comes in here and gives you a little bit of the, the James Shields kind of attitude or whatnot, let, let's do it, man. Like, I am not opposed. You're only paying Bobby Witt $2 million this year. Let's go,
4: John. Uh, contender, pretender, Chiefs. <laughs> uh, I would say they're a contender. Contender. A contender.
1: And the biggest one of them all because they're not complaining about practice fields. Yeah,
4: I like the fact they were booed last night as well. There were more Niner fans at the opening night. Uh, I just, don't
1: like it. Just,
4: I love it. Fueling the fire. Just fueling the fire. Now the oh, Malibu teams right. are battling over who doesn't believe in us, which right, is, which is right, 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 completely right, outstanding. Yeah. Uh, contender, pretender, 49ers. Yeah, boy, if you're if you're complaining about practice surfaces and we talk about practice surfaces, whether or not your quarterback's good enough, and I just I think they're super talented, but boy, I don't like. You're still complaining about holding from four years ago. I mean, They're I so don't know.
1: lost right now in the abyss, Josh. They yeah. really are. Yeah. I, I saw something yesterday which was very interesting to me. The 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. They haven't won since 94. It feels like they won like yesterday, Seifert? right? It would have, been, have to have been. Right? Yeah. I mean, Mariucci never won a Super Bowl. He just ate multiple steaks with Andy Reid in his mm. underwear. Mm-mm-mm. Do you think
4: Mariucci's a tighty-whities guy? For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then contender-pretender... How about the two teams that recently added coaches, head coaches, the commanders and the Seahawks? Boy, did you see Dan Quinn's press
1: conference yesterday
4: in D.C.? Did he have his hat forward? I didn't.
1: He goes, I curse a lot, and I'm only going to say one thing. That's a curse word. And then he dropped the S-bomb. And there's nothing better doing the. Do, there's nothing better than doing good bleep with people you love.
4: Pretenders both.
1: Yeah. And I don't even know who the Seahawks hired as their head coach. I mean, you know, I think he's following Teddy P- Ruxpin or something.
4: P- I think that's... That's bound to have two or three years of dud.
1: Did he? Did they sign? He's Teddy Ruxpin, right? That's their coach out there. Like, I don't know who that is. And then he hired like Steve Belichick. Correct.
4: Yeah. Steve's got a job. Did he know? Was, was did not. he think he was hiring Bill? He mm, should have hired Bill. Yeah, he should have hired Bill. He hired Steve. There's a great Bill Belichick rumor out there we'll get to later in the show. All right, we'll chat with Danon Hughes, Chiefs Color Analyst from Vegas. He joins us next. We
3: get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Bono looking
5: to pass the football, goes
3: in the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown
1: Chiefs, Dayton Hughes, took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and ten
2: for the Chiefs at the 14 of the meters halfback pass. pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Dayton Hughes.
0: Alan. Expert analysis, news, and views from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Dana and Hughes.
5: This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years.
4: But you can call in D Nice.
0: Just call me D
4: Danon joins us from Vegas, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. And
1: what a great week for Kansas City, Danon. We've got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift winning Grammys, Bobby Witt signing a big, big contract. My gosh, who would have thought it would be so good this
5: week? Yeah, man. We always talk about uh, how there, there's a generation out there, Bob, that thinks this is normal. All this stuff is normal while we've gone through the aches and pains of uh, decades in the past so yeah we got to relish this opportunity we were we were on stage with taylor we felt like we were on stage with her accepting that grammy and then obviously locking up the young talent uh, i think that's so special for the sports organizations in this town whether it's patrick mahomes or now bobby witt jr so really cool
1: and, and Dana, it's changed so much from when you were a ball player here for the chiefs back in the nineties back then, like you had to be on one of the coasts to be a superstar and you can make the case. Now we've got three of the biggest superstars in sports that are here. Long-term in Kansas city and Kelsey Mahomes now Bobby Witt jr. And we're kind of the ancillary home of the world's biggest pop star as well. What's happened to Kansas city since you got here.
5: I tell you what, I'm going to take some, I'm going to take some credit because I laid the foundation. I feel like my generation laid the foundation for this. So, uh, Chiefs Kingdom you're welcome you're welcome
4: I didn't realize we're talking to Joe Montana here on 610 Sports Radio Joe thanks for thanks for a few minutes um, <laughs> you and Joe together I'll give you you and Joe together how about co-headliners co of getting that started way back I'll
5: take it I'll take it yes for sure <laughs> hey what I what I think is pretty cool
4: one to start the week Andy Reid said uh Here's our plan. And he kind of laid out his plan. One, that they have a Super Bowl plan because they've been doing this for so many years now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, two, I've been imparting upon people. You're in this locker room as well. How much getting there is not the big deal. Winning there is the, the big deal. Is that the sense you felt from being in the locker room?
5: Absolutely. And I think, you know, when you look at this organization and what they've accomplished leading up to this point, uh, it's always been about the end goal and the end goal was not just to get here. Um, I started thinking about like this week and how things were going to unfold with the game coming up. And then if we win, there's the party afterwards. If we lose, there's still a party. And you start thinking, okay, well, teams in the past, like did they really attend the post-game party when they lost? And how did that party go? Was it more dismal or not? And I feel like if if, if by chance we were not victorious, like that would be the worst party ever because we're not just happy to be here. We're, we want to be able to put the exclamation point at the end of the sentence, and that's winning another Lombardi trophy. So I feel like these guys are focused. They've been down this road before, and this rematch – is like the epitome of a great matchup for me. Like, they, they've they tasted that post-game party not being good. And we've tasted the other side, especially being, it being so long since we had one uh, prior to that Super Bowl 54 championship. So, I feel like they're going to have some retribution. They're going to want to feel better. We know how we felt. We don't want to feel like we felt after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. So... I feel like everything's made up for this to be a great matchup, but it should be a fun week.
1: Well, and and it should be a lot of fun leading up to the game. And I and I think look, I think the game's going to be really competitive. You truly do have the two best teams, you know, in the NFL yeah. facing off at San Francisco and in Kansas City. And I think people now, Dane, and even here in town, are finally starting to realize what this team is all about. It took all the regular season and all of the postseason for people to go hey, we're a defensive team. And and it's kind of nice that everybody has kind of come over and realized that defense can still win championships in this league.
5: Yeah, that's tough. I have to drink some Pepto-Bismol just to say that defense wins championships. You know, I can't give that much credit to the defense. It's been hard. It's been a hard season, Bob, for me to be able to digest that that, uh, cliché. But I will say this. If back in August we were at training camp, and I was sitting with you guys up in the bo- up in the booth, up under the tent. And we said, you know what? Travis Kelsey's is going to be healthy this entire season. Patrick Mahomes is going to be healthy this entire season. Uh, and the story is going to be the defense. You guys probably would have slapped me. Uh, that, that's how crazy it's been this season. As far as the best teams, I feel like even though there's a lot of the NFL that maybe thinks differently, I feel like we were the best team. We were literally four catches away from hosting another afc championship that's really literally what came down to we would have two losses and 15 wins had we just caught the ball four times that doesn't mean that we were the we were the third best team because we were third seed and i'm so happy that we were able to elevate to our potential in the latter part of the season to win the ball games necessary to get to this point but yeah defense winning championships like, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to – I'm still going to have – I'm a work in progress on that one.
4: Chiefs color analyst, Dayton Hughes, of course, former wide receiver, very much on offense for the Chiefs in his days in Kansas City. So, if, if this season has been largely about the defense, you have two really good defenses again in this mm-hmm. matchup, much like the Baltimore game. Do you expect this one to be a defensive battle?
5: I feel like – what we saw in the playoffs from the Chiefs is probably how they're going to roll in the Super Bowl. And I'd like to see that. Uh, I referenced the first game against the Buffalo Bills as being like Hagler Hearns in 85, that they were going to come out and it was not, it was going to be no holds barred. And then the, the game against the Baltimore Ravens was like Ali Frazier. And I feel like it's going to take on that same kind of identity. The Chiefs in the postseason have come out swinging and they not just trying to measure you up. They came out throwing haymakers in the first quarter, and that put each team on their heels just a bit. They Now, to their credit, they didn't give up after giving up a couple of touchdowns early, and they fought. But I felt like the momentum and the DNA of the game was set by the Chiefs and how they came out swinging. Uh, That's going to be necessary in this game. It's going to have to be blow for blow, force Kyle Shanahan, to put Brock Purdy in a position like John Harbaugh did with with Lamar Jackson and like McDermott did with Josh Allen. And it happens so often. Quarterbacks and coaches feel like they have to match throw for throw, blow for blow with Patrick Mahomes. And if they try to do that, we'll be victorious. And the way we force them to do that is by coming out, throwing haymakers in those first couple of drives, of the game. That's going to get them out of their game plan just a bit. And I feel like that'll work in our favor.
1: Dana, it's funny you mentioned that about you know trying to go blow for blow with patrick mahomes and how many times we've seen that over the years and coaches look like total dopes when they do stuff like that because you don't have anybody that's capable of doing that in the nfl going blow for blow with patrick mahomes and when you think you do well then you screw yourself and i was on a show with somebody in san francisco the other day and, and he says what what do you think has to happen for the 49ers to win and i said Quite frankly, Christian McCaffrey left, Christian McCaffrey right. We saw 182 yards on the ground against Buffalo give it up, and then Baltimore, for whatever reason, forgot how to run the football. But I think that's the way to beat the Chiefs in this game is to run the ball against them until they prove that they can stop it. So I would imagine the Chiefs defensive line in particular, Chris Jones, going to be ready to try to shut down that run early.
5: Yeah, I think that is a recipe for success in some respects, Bob, but I feel like also – When teams, what happens after that? So what happens like when the Buffalo Bills are running the ball down our throat over 100 yards in the first half, but yet we were still countering them with quick strikes, quicker strikes, and scores on the board? That's when the decision-making comes into play with the coach. Okay, like we're running the ball, we're working our game plan, but they're still scoring when they get the ball. Now we got to hurry up and score some more. And that that doesn't bode well for teams. It hasn't bode well for teams. So, yeah, Christian McCaffrey left and right is going to be a load, especially when you mix in Debo Samuel, some of the misdirection with him, shallow crosses. They're going to try to isolate their receivers and George Kittle against our linebackers. Uh, our linebackers are not the biggest guys, not the tallest guys. So there there could be some openings for them to exploit in that middle part of the field, Uh, especially with the thin nature of our safeties as well. You're going to try to rotate Justin Reed up into the box so he can play that kind of hybrid position uh, to stop the run as well as those shallow crosses. So I think that's going to be the game plan. If that was me at the helm, that's how I would approach our Chiefs defense. But the key point is going to be OK, what happens when that one time or that those three times where McCaffrey gets the ball on first and second down and now you're in third and eight or you got a penalty and you move back? Now that's when they're going to start trying to play catch up and deep chunks, chunk yardage with the passing game. And next thing you know, we're going throw for throw against Patrick Mahomes.
4: It's funny because we've had those moments in the first couple games or the I guess two and games, two and three, maybe even the first one, too, where the opponent blinked i on that all the time, but seemingly teams have blinked against this Chiefs defense.
5: Yeah, and and you would think that they would learn by now. The the Chiefs defense is not just a complimentary part of the game like it was in Super Bowl 54 year and the prior year before that when we were scoring 30-plus points a game and we were taking the top off of defenses and we had Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and making big plays down the field with Travis Kelsey as well. Like, that's, that's not the, the DNA of this team this year. This team is defense, consistent defense-driven, and complementary offense. But you still got the best player in the league in Patrick Mahomes. You still got the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey. So that's a dilemma for head coaches and defensive coordinators, uh, for them to have to approach the game recognizing that our defense is stellar and we still have the capabilities, even though if we're not necessarily successful, we still have the capabilities of making big plays on our offense, just like we did two weeks ago or what, almost two weeks ago against the Baltimore Ravens. Danon also
1: too this is a big game for legacy for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid they win this one they each have three Super Bowls and after the Tampa game I remember taking the air that morning after and saying it's just a bump in the road we're gonna be fine this team has got multiple Super Bowls in its future and they've gone to four and five years but this is one now where you don't want to lose these games you want to keep stacking these so if you you win this it's three for Mahomes and three for Reid which one means more for their legacy the third for Reid or the third for Mahomes?
5: Oh, man, that's a tough question because I feel like there's already been the, the discussion of the GOAT debate with Patrick Mahomes already. So I feel like if you're going to open that door, you got to keep winning Super Bowls, but I also think that if you go sub 500, if you're Andy Reid in Super Bowls, and then you become two and three, that 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 necessarily, I don't know if it taints his his legacy, but uh, it's definitely not shining as brightly as you would like. So, I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes is the is the the greatest quarterback ever to play. Uh, I feel like he demonstrates that. If you look at Tom Brady, although he had a lengthy career. There were a few Super Bowls in there where it was 100% the defense that got them those games. Um, But at the same time, Andy Reid, I feel like it's probably better for Andy Reid's career uh, that he win this Super Bowl. So I'd like to see Big Red hoist that trophy one more time.
1: All right, Dan, and before we let you go, the big story that's coming out of Las Vegas this week already, the 49ers complaining about their practice field. It's too soft. They've talked about going back to San Francisco after their media obligations. Like, I mean, this is wonderful for me to have them like already being like psyched out because the practice field isn't any good.
5: Hopefully you can hear me wipe away the tears. Uh, I got some, some uh, paper towel wiping away the tears because I feel so sad for the 49ers. Like the field is soft. Oh my gosh. It's not like, it's not like you're running live nine on seven, one-on-one full pad practices, like the, like it's football by this time you got to play a championship. You can get through any hurdle, any obstacle. Uh, It's unfortunate that they're thinking that way. And if they want to take that, take that approach, I use the boxing reference and I'll use another one for the, for the history buffs, uh, Ali versus Foreman. Remember when that they had issues and what did Foreman do? He left. And when he came back, he got rope a So if they want to leave and come back and get rope a I'm cool with that.
4: Dana, thank you so much.
5: All right, bro. No I problem. feel
4: like we got to find you a fight to go to this week just to, just to, you know, get your, wet your appetite for this. Like, is there, there, there is a fight on see? Saturday here. There, okay. I'm sure, There is. <laughs> Chiefs color analyst, Danon Hughes in fight mode. He's ready. Uh, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: What I love about Danon is that he's ready to go. He used boxing analogies and knows where the fight is this weekend in Vegas. Yes. It wouldn't be a Super Bowl in Las Vegas without a golf tournament, which we have. A big-time fight, which there's going to be. There's an NHL game at some point probably during a, the week. Probably a magic show. And there's going to be a magic show. And, oh, by the way, a Super Bowl's going to take place. And
4: inflatables for the, uh, for the children. That's right. Um, Face painting as well. Dana, clearly on a mission. Travis, also on a mission. We'll get to that next.
0: I should have been a cowboy. I should have singer
4: Toby Keith passing away this morning. He's coming 62, out of man. the Oklahoma area.
1: I might have had a side He's from Moore, Oklahoma, which is a suburb down there between uh, Norman and Oklahoma City. Hmm. He obviously was a big Oklahoma Sooner supporter. Him and Bob Stoops were pretty close. And I wonder if Billy Coons knew him. I wonder if he ever came into the Lowe's there and talked to Billy. There's a good chance. I was
4: going to say, I... I I would not. I would not say no. Like, I would not say no chance. No, I, would I say think there's very a very, very good, good chance. chance. Yeah, very good chance. Very good chance that that probably happened. Mm-hmm. Possibly or probably one of the probably two. Happened. Probably happened. Yeah, probably so.
1: And probably it was one of those deals too, Josh, where he's like, you know, a legend down there, and people see him, and it's like they just don't even bother him, and he's in like the hammer aisle looking for a new, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a new, new Dewalt mm-hmm. drill or something mm-hmm. like that. And Billy's like, "You're in the
4: wrong aisle, man." Billy's like, it's not my department. He moved on. No, I'm kidding, Billy. No,
1: Billy looks at him and goes, you're no legend, Bob. Yeah,
4: yeah. Tomorrow on the show... Uh, we will be joined by Brett Veach. Hey, that's the GM of the Super Bowl-bound Chiefs. Chiefs General manager will join us tomorrow morning, 6.50. We'll have that interview for you, so, 6.50 tomorrow morning. So let me get
1: this straight. Royals have a big signing. Matty Q comes on with us at 9.20 today. Royals, our Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, and Brett Veach is coming on with that's us. That's correct. No wonder we're the number 6 morning show in America. Congratulations for all your hard work. Barrett Sports Media nominated Josh and I and B-Dub as the 6th best sports morning show in America today, so we'll take our We're still not lap. sure who votes, but we'll we take it. We don't know, but we'll There's take it. Like One poll, and we're in it. And we're so in it.
4: It's just great to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Brett Veach will <laughs> join us on the uh, the show tomorrow, and we got to the bottom of this. Uh, you know, Andy and Travis' future. I, I guess.
1: want you to respond to the people who keep saying Andy Reid's retiring and Travis Kelsey's retiring at the end of this year.
5: Well,
4: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I wonder what the rest of his answer is. That's I mean, a hell of a teaser! I can hardly wait. That is a hell Chuckled. of a teaser. <laughs> hmm. I can go in a number of directions. Find out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. At six fifty.
1: Play that again for me.
4: Okay. This included your question. I mean, I, I guess I should know the answer. I was. We were. We were, were there. Yeah. We were, We were both taping with him. But, I want yeah. you to
1: respond to the people who keep saying Andy Reid's retiring and Travis Kelsey's retiring at the end of this year.
5: Well. <laughs>
4: Ooh! All right, we'll get to uh, much more with Brett Veach tomorrow. Will we? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Again, we, <laughs> we we already did it. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah yeah we will we'll get to much much more really good really good chat. I loved his assessment of the uh, the season. Uh, what's ahead? Star Power, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, real great chat with uh with Brett It was interesting when we told him that
1: Travis and Taylor were dating. I don't think he knew.
4: Mm. Yeah. He might we might have broken some news to him. Yeah. So big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at Chiefschecking.com. Again, you know, we'll air that interview tomorrow at six fifty, probably another time during the show. Yep. As well. Uh so uh he chuckled when he heard about uh, Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis last night at opening night in uh, Las Vegas says he's, he's a man on a mission. I've been
6: on a mission ever since I won my first Super Bowl. Uh, we, we made it back to, to the Super Bowl the year after 2019, obviously lost to the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that's motivated me to get back to this point right here. So um, you'll hear me say this a lot, but I want this one more than I've ever wanted a, a Super Bowl in my life. And it's because of the type of team we have, the people that we have in this thing, but also because that tier of uh, teams that have done it twice have uh, gone down in history as some of the greats.
4: So there you go. They're looking for back-to-back.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah, how about that? Um, I love the fact, Josh, that – Travis Kelsey feels the same way I do about this one. Like the more people I talk to, the more I think people are coming over to my side going, this is the sweetest one now because it's the most recent, obviously, but because of and, and Chris Jones had talked about this as well uh, at media day, kind of all the adversity that this team had to go through this year and to still be here in the Super Bowl, kind of remarkable.
6: I think that what made this journey so much more exciting. Yeah. Um just the journey itself, not even about just getting here to the Super Bowl. I think you look at um, the adversity we had to go through. Uh, my first Super, um, our first playoff game was against the Miami Dolphins, the number one scoring offense in the league. You know, and, and we play obviously we played them at home, but they happened to go to our number two game on the roll against Josh Allen's and the rolling Buffalo Bills, which was a scary moment. Um, you know, Josh Allen, how good they was playing and their defense. They had a few injuries, but Josh Allen is Josh Josh Allen. So, we was able to defeat those guys. But then going to play the best team in the league, um, Baltimore Ravens, hands down, MVP quarterback. My vote for MVP Lamar and the weapons they have, and then what their defense has been doing all year. So, um, and to be here to defeat those three teams and um, to be here for me, that what made this journey so remarkable this year.
4: Yeah, they slayed the dragons, yeah. and they they were amidst some quote unquote doubt for a good portion of the season, right? I
1: I think, you know, again, I was talking with our friend Damon Bruce out in San Francisco yesterday on Damon Bruce Plus on YouTube, and he was talking about, you know, like, when did you realize that this team was going to be good? And we're having those kind of conversations. I think, and I said, I think for some fans, we're still kind of waiting until like the Baltimore game was over. And then people realized, you know, we got a pretty good defense around here. It's okay to kind of ride the backs on that. This was, the longest, I think it took a fan base to come around to a team that we've seen in quite some time here, Josh, you know, I think people were, you know, wasting time during the regular season complaining about what we didn't have instead of enjoying what we did have and that was embracing that defense and it took a long time for people to get there, but every season starts at Dix, as you know. <laughs>
5: That's the uh, slogan th- anyway. That yeah. is the slogan, but, yeah, yeah. but
1: also you know, every season is different. Every team is different. No, I mean, there's only eight guys left from the first Super Bowl run. I mean and it's only four years later. Think Things change over. Things become different. And Damon said to me, he goes, when did you know this was a defensive team? When did they start becoming a defensive team? I said, the minute they traded Tyreek Hill and they went out and they got Trent McDuffie and George Karloftis in that first round. And those two cats are cornerstones of this franchise now moving forward on the defensive side of the football. And and they're not just decent players. George Karloftis had 10 and a half effing sacks last year, this past season. And, and Trent McDuffie shut down every dude that got in his face. Hmm.
4: NFL playoff coverage of 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, and scenic views. Uh, the fifth best show wouldn't wake it, make us wait until tomorrow, yeah. says the text line. That is true. It's yeah, valid. We That's were the valid. sixth best show in America. Yeah, the, fifth, the, the fifth best media. show would bring you Brett Veach today. Right. We'll bring it to you tomorrow.
1: Um, just so, fits yes. better tomorrow. 6.50 us, tomorrow,
4: yes. Brett Veach. That's uh, right. Chiefs GM will join us here on 610 Sports Radio. And you'll
1: find out whether or not Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid are retiring, Brett Veach, does answer that question.
4: <laughs>